Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Today is a game-changing day in the crypto markets. In today's call, I'm going to tell you exactly what that game-changing event is, which, by the way, is coming up in just a few hours. We're going to look at why it's important. We're going to look at how it is likely to go down. And perhaps most importantly, we're going to consider what is very often overlooked about this event and what they don't tell you about it, which is so essential for understanding it. Before we get to that point in the call, however, we're going to go over the BTC, ETH and altcoin market charts and the top headlines in the news today. Once we've covered that ground, we're going to dive into what that game changing event that everyone should be aware of in the crypto markets today is. On the 24 hour, if we open up a BTC chart, we will see that Bitcoin is trading lower. This is likely to do with risk aversion as rates continue to surge. Worth noting that BTC prices match stock indexes, which also plummeted on Tuesday as investors continue their recent exile from riskier assets. For example, the tech-focused Nasdaq, the S&P 500, which also has a heavy tech component, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average all declined about a percentage point. Might seem small for crypto markets, but believe us, that is a big decline for the traditional markets. As we all know, the Fed continues its monetary hawkishness to quell inflation. It's reached a four-decade high in recent months, and it is casting risks in the global economy and foreshadowing possible recessions, which is creating nervousness. Central banks globally have been wrestling with the same dilemma, and a number of them have raised their interest rates in recent weeks. For example, Sweden's Riksbank became the latest, boosting its rate 1% yesterday on Tuesday, which is also the largest increase in nearly two decades. Ethereum in a similar position, trading a little bit downwards on the daily, uh, but more or less neutral. And as discussed, this comes as a bit of a disappointment to a lot of Ethereum investors, given how successfully the merge, which transitions us from proof of work to proof of stake, went down. But remember, a lot of the merge was already priced in, which is why we didn't see super volatile price action after the fact. And the benefits are more likely to be longer term, not to mention the merge was only one step on the Ethereum blockchain's network upgrades. There are more steps coming up, like the surge, which will be arguably even more important for the network. Overall, the altcoin markets are not enjoying this current strong risk of sentiment. A lot of them are trading in the red on the daily. Notable shout out to Atom, which is down about 9% on the 24 hour. And also Algorand down about 5% on the 24 hour as well. That big event that we're going to talk about at the end of this call will very likely leave a mark on the BTC and ETH prices, but more on that later. For now, let's jump into the top headlines of the day to see what risks and opportunities we can acquire from them. Let us start with a positive headline reported by Coindesk. Early Tuesday, the Nasdaq announced that it was starting a cryptocurrency custody service to cash in on the demand from institutional crypto investors. The initiative by the second largest US stock market operator follows a wider trend among large institutional investors and other Wall Street organizations that will be offering crypto products and services. Nasdaq announced the launch of Nasdaq Digital Assets, a new business that will power the digital assets 
asset ecosystem. The launch underpins Nasdaq's ambition to advance and help facilitate broader institutional participation in digital assets by providing trusted and institutional-grade solutions focused on enhanced custody, liquidity, and integrity. That is right, cryptocurrency is now just simply too big to ignore, and some of the biggest players like the Nasdaq are having to get involved as well. Top headline number one looks at the Nasdaq, which is one of the biggest players in the traditional space. Top headline number two is going to consider a heated discussion between some of the biggest players in the crypto space. The end of the voyage is nigh. After a tumultuous ride through crypto space, the good ship Voyager Digital will conclude its asset auction process this month. Let's take a look at recent events and who might come out as the bigger winner of the auction. Listeners may remember that Voyager filed for bankruptcy in July when customers with USD and crypto on the platform were locked out. FTX and Alameda moved quickly with a joint offer to bail out the platform. However, Voyager dismissed this as not maximizing value for its customers. Cash holders received some respite in early August and a judge ruled that 270 million of FDIC insured deposits could be returned to customers from a New York bank. The remaining assets were put up for auction on September 13th, according to a court document. Lawyers from Voyager suggested there were dozens of potential participants. The results won't be known until September 29th, but rumors emerged last week that FTX was the big winner. Binance is also believed to have taken part. However, Chief Communications Officer Patrick Hillman suggested xenophobia may have been a detrimental factor in their attempt. A court filing showed that Alameda would pay back a $200 million loan to Voyager, mostly consisting of BTC and ETH. In return, they will receive around about $160 million worth of FTT and SRM collateral. It's a game of chess for the big dogs and a game of pain for the little man or woman. If you've been affected by Voyager Digital's asset freeze, you can follow their blog for restructuring updates. Two more headlines until we get into that big event that is hitting the crypto markets today and what you need to be aware of. Round two, or is it three or five for Tether? Tether has been ordered by a US judge in New York to produce financial records relating to the backing of USDT as part of a lawsuit that alleges Tether conspired to issue USDT as part of a campaign to inflate the price of Bitcoin. The order requires Tether to produce general ledgers, balance sheets, income statement, cash flow statements, and PL statements, as well as records of any trades or transfers of cryptocurrency or other stable coins by Tether, including information about the timings of the trade. Likely they will use this to try and verify the claims they are making about bad practice on their behalf. A lot of information there, and therefore perhaps unsurprising that the attorneys representing Tether call this incredibly overboard and unduly burdensome. There goes their weekends. This is not the first time Tether receives a bit of heat. Concurrently, there is also a lawsuit before the New York Supreme Court to have the New York Attorney General release documents it gathered in its investigation into Tether's reserves. Corndesk is a party to this case. 
final headline then before we go into that big event that is hitting the markets today and it is looking at a very exciting up-and-coming but slightly risky part of the crypto industry even in a post-merge world layer 2 scaling solutions like arbitrum are still important to the evolution of ethereum however even layer 2 blockchains need help scaling as we recently saw during the arbitrum odyssey arbitrum became so congested that the odyssey was postponed until arbitrum nitro was released but arbitrum nitro had a serious bug that could have been disastrous for Arbitrum and Ethereum. Thankfully, a code bounty hunter saved the day before an exploit could occur. Arbitrum paid out 400 Ethereum to a Solidity code bounty hunter by the name of Oxriptide after he discovered a bridging vulnerability in the Nitro update. 400 ETH pales in comparison to what this could have cost Arbitrum and Ethereum. An exploit like this could have forced users to a different blockchain ecosystem altogether. Although the vulnerability has been fixed and bridging to Arbitrum should be safe now, there is always risk in this emerging market. Congratulations if you've made it this far because it is officially time to go into that big event that is hitting the crypto markets today and everything you need to know about it. The FOMC meeting, this is due at about 7 p.m. GMT today. You might wanna just spend a second figuring out what that means for you in your local time. The part that most people have their eyes on is of course the Fed interest rate decision. In other words, the amount by which the Federal Reserve will increase interest rates. At the moment, the market is very strongly anticipating a 75 basis point increase. In fact, this is around about 84% probability chance. However, there is also a view that the US Federal Reserve, led by Chair Jerome Powell, can also go for an even steeper hike of 100 basis points in order to cut spiraling inflation. This is currently about a 16% likelihood. Certainly, the strong August job report, the current hot inflation figures from the US have reassured everyone in the market that the central bank will not settle for anything less than a 75 basis point hike. So that part at least seems like a sure deal. As we can see from the probabilities, a 75 basis point hike has pretty much already been factored in by the market. In other words, if we only see a 75 basis point interest rate increase, maybe we won't see so much volatility at around about 7 p.m. GMT today because this is very much anticipated by the markets. Now, if we do see that 100 basis point scenario arise, that is what could definitely surprise the market and instigate some short-term sell pressure. So the event is the FOMC meeting. It's important because we're gonna find out the size of the interest rate hike, and most people are expecting a 75 basis point hike. This won't cause too much volatility. A 100 basis point hike is a slim chance. If this did materialize, this would surely cause a lot of sell pressure, at least in the short term. In most people's fundamental analysis of this event, they cover the points I just raised and then they leave it there. There is another important consideration that I want everyone to be aware of. If you take a look at the economic calendar, you'll notice that it is not just an interest rate decision. For example, we've also got the FOMC economic projections. This is actually the first time since June that the FOMC will release a new summary of economic projections. Not only that, but we also have a press conference. In other words, Jerome Powell will be speaking to the press live giving comments about his decision about the economy etc so it is not as binary as just looking out for the interest rate hike 
75 basis points, yes or no? There's actually three bits of information we have to consider. So three things you want to be on the lookout for at around about 7 p.m. GMT today. The rate decision itself, 75 basis points, better for crypto, 100 basis points, worse for crypto. Number two, new economic forecasts. Number three, Fed Chair Jerome Powell's press conference. For two and three, your analysis is similar. Comments that inflation is way out of control, that they're going to continue being aggressive, hawkish in their policy, that they're going to do whatever it takes to cut inflation, that will be bad news for crypto. Statements to the tune of things are getting under control, inflation is coming to the levels we want it at, more dovish statements will be better for crypto. As mentioned, if you're keen, you can be at your desk around about 7pm GMT to make sure you get the latest on these three events. Or if you like, you can tune in to tomorrow's analyst call that I will be hosting where I will go over the results for you. Zbogom, that is goodbye in Serbian.